Unplanned Trek. Hi team, it's back again, Unplanned Trek. It must be Monday in Australia, because that's when I upload these bad boys. Now, it's been a great run so far. We've nearly been doing this for half a year. It's September. I started this in about April, so I've been really enjoying watching a random episode a week and measuring the episode on some really weird metrics, which I hope that you guys enjoy. Now, this is our second time playing in Discovery, but we haven't done it, I think, since maybe week three of this. So, you know, it's nearly been three months, maybe more, since we've actually um, walked down the Discovery corridors. There's a lot of good things about Discovery. I love Discovery, and until Strange New World started, it was actually my favourite Trek. You know that I think all Trek is good Trek, but it's it's okay to have a favourite. Um... It's not my favourite now. I love Pike and the Crew, and I, I think it's the best season one of any franchise ever in Shrek. And I can't wait for there to be more. But saying that, there'll be more Discovery too. It's a good time to be alive in the Trek universe. Let's jump into season three and see what Forget Me Not is all about. Or is it better than. Shattered mirror. Good news. We're another week closer to me answering that question with something different than no. But the answer is still no. This isn't as good as Unplanned Mirror. This gets a solid 8 out of 10. Last week's episode got an 8.5 out of 10. I just need to spin something else. Oh, maybe, I don't know. Cause and effect or something like that for it to, to change the song. Or maybe even... We need a really bad early episode of Next Generation to get worse than Chrysalis. And even then it'll be hard. That episode was terrible. It was a good podcast episode, but the episode itself, I, still, I don't even know what that was about. This episode, I do know what it was about. It had a clear plot. It was, it was a good episode. It was a good standalone episode, but we're still going through the overall arc of finding out what's happened to the Federation. That's basically what we're trying to do at the moment. And where is the Federation anyway? You know. So, 8 out of 10... Um, the other question I ask as part of this section is if this was my first episode of Trek, would I keep going? Yes, I would. I want to know what's happening next. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm liking Saru. I'm liking the mystery, liking Kolba. I'm just really on board for everything here. So, yep. If this is my first episode, I'm going to keep on going. The Riker Medal. Riker points each week to any romance that happens in the episode. And there was potentially a little bit with Adira and Grey, but this was stuff that had happened in the past, before today's episode. And that, so that means nothing happened within the episode. So I can't give them points this week. So look, we're on a bit of a... It, 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 sometimes the Riker medal does go a bit dry. But it is a science fiction show and not a romance show, so that's okay. Maybe we'll get a little bit of um, romance next week. But this week, zero points. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal.
Look, we're giving points out each week for the best three characters in the episode. I should tell you guys that all my points... No, well, the points aren't going to be reset, but the names of the medals, we're going to rename them when it hits January in just a few months' time. Whoever's leading the Riker, the Picard, and the Keiko O'Brien medal will have the medals named for them in 2023. I'm a bit excited about that because it means I get to record some new stingers for you guys as well. But at the moment, it's the Captain Picard medal. And given that we haven't done much Next Generation, he might not be much of a shout at having the name continue in his honour um, moving forward. But, you know, have a look at my recent tweets to see who's leading the medal. And you'll know that, that that's probably the odds-on favourite at the moment. But the votes I'm going to give now could impact that too. So, Adira gets a point. So, at the start of the episode, she couldn't remember much, but knows quite a lot about engineering. She liked the caves and had it, had some scenes there that were very reminiscent of the Tom Cruise movie, Minority Report. I quite liked that movie and I liked what was happening in this episode. I was also reminded a little bit in the caves of, again, this happened um, not long ago, Tasha Yar's moment in, in the ink, uh, Skin of Evil, the, the ponds in the, in the caves, I thought might have had a, you know, a bit of that Skin of Evil touch to it, but no. It, it, although, I'm sorry, I'm getting a bit lost. Although she did get lost in the pond, which is similar to that, you know, she um, didn't get enveloped. Well, she did get enveloped. It didn't kill her. You know, she's still around. Um, she opened a box, which was very, very similar to opening the box, box in Pulp Fiction. Only this time it had a blanket in there rather than, as rumoured, it might be um, a soul might be what um, John Travolta opens in that movie. Um, she only went and found the coordinates to the Federation. So you're getting points there. Like until until she revealed that, she wasn't getting points. But she's delivering us literally to the Federation. And we need that. She also learned how to play the cello. I mean, that's not going to get you points, but there you go. Two points. Dr. Kolb is in the house. He takes on, in this episode, very early, in fact, from the, you know, Chief Medical Officer's log section onwards, he takes on a role of motivating an, or mentoring role aboard ship. Um, in fact, he's probably a better counsellor than any other counsellor in the fleet, and there's a certain counsellor that did that for 170 episodes. He suggests going to Trill, and that's what we end up going and doing. Um, he kind of gave up his job to burn him though like I still think that he probably should have gone in the caves but he decided not to um he brought up the stresses felt by the crew to Saru um and kind of impacted him doing stuff there but one thing that I really thought was quite impressive is he recognized haikus and when people are talking, I'm not counting five syllables, seven syllables and five syllables to see if that's what they're doing to me. You could slip a haiku in without me noticing. I'm a fan of haikus. In fact, I've even tweeted a Star Trek haiku before. Um, but he just recognised it. He's like, that's a haiku, Emperor, to Giorgio. So I was quite quite happy with that. Now, um, I am a fan of the Emperor, Giorgio. And just for being in the episode, she nearly got votes herself. But she didn't actually do much this week. She ate popcorn. Actually, these are the notes that I've written about Giorgio. Where's her line? Hang on, guys. 
You don't mind waiting, do you? Here we go. Did a haiku, ate popcorn. I mean, it It would be... It'd be worthy of maybe a vote, but um, I think Adira's giving the coordinates of the Federation had more of a... was more important than eating popcorn and delivering haikus. So, uh, Giorgio doesn't get votes this week. Who does? Captain Saru. And he is just the best character. He is actually my favourite character in Star Trek because he is so such a moral compass. I, I think he's just a beautiful human being. And from the interaction I've had with Doug Jones on Twitter, which is, you know, just a few tweets liked here and there, and he, I had a, a chat with him once. Uh, I tweeted him once and asked him if when you're, like, in a Star Trek performance and you're, like, the captain or the commander, can you boss around actors that only play at the Ensign level and make them get your cups of tea and things? And he just wrote back, I wish. And I thought that was great. Um, it, it made me laugh. But, yeah, he sometimes likes some of the tweets that I at him in. And, um, you know, that always makes me smile. So I'm a bit of a fanboy of Saru. Um, but that's not the reason why he's getting the votes. That's just a story. The reason why he gets the votes. He started conversations with the Trill and did a really great job when, when they um, d- were doing the, you know, the communications from the ship down to the planet. He um, identified that we need backup for Stamets, who um, is the only person that can, you know, go above warp speed in the whole entire galaxy. He gave some praise to Stamets and Tilly, and he was, you know, really concerned about the crew's welfare and made them feel connected. Um, He's a really nice guy. He tried dinner, and I, I say tried. The dinner didn't work for what he wanted. The goal was that he wanted everyone to feel valued and um, like they belong in fact there's quite a bit of animosity there but he at least he had a go you know and then he you know he's like that's not going to stop me let's try movie night instead and I know there was a bit of uh, Zora influence there but Saru didn't have to do what he was what she suggested and he went and got it done so Saru for making the harmony the culture of our ship even better for caring for leading Three votes coming your way. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. Not everyone's going to get positive votes each week, and that's why I also give a minus three. Um, I would be interested in knowing who you would give the votes to this week. I had a lot of notes against a lot of characters, so a lot of people had potential. But um, these are the three people I gave it to. First of all, minus one vote to Linus. And I felt bad about that because he's one of my favourite characters. He's kind of like he's got this Gorn presence happening. But he's just... I've got... My, my comment here is he's more socially awkward than Tilly. And she is renowned for being socially awkward. Um, so one vote there. Two votes. Bryce. All he did this episode was opened a channel. I want more from him. More bridge crew than that. Minus three. Detma, Lieutenant Detma. She focused on fitness and said she was fine despite not looking at it all. She said I when everyone else did at dinner. Then she made her an extremely poor poem about Stamets and his blood. She's, it's obviously that she's struggling, but she, like, she was doing quite a lot of damage in, in that socially and... Like, as soon as she started talking about, you know, seeing Stamets' blood, the red blood, the blood, 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 the bloody red blood of Stamets, it just felt like that. Um, 
I was just like, no, let's let's stop this scene. You need to get out of here. And I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to have to give you some Keiko O'Brien points. It hurts because I like her. She's a good character in Discovery. But in this episode, she, she, she wasn't helping. She was out of place there. So minus three this week, Lieutenant. line of the episode i've liked introducing this segment into um unplanned trick in the last few weeks um it's not something that i started with but it's something that um yeah it's good to look out for some of the powerful lines in the episode that i had um four that i'd written down as finalists Uh, first one was adira she said let's go to true and i'm like yes let's go i'm ready to get there um, I like Saru saying, I need to know how to help this crew. And I just really felt that as genuine with him. Um, Michael Burnham was asked to say something inspirational by Adira. And she said, get in there before someone shoots us. But one thing I really liked, um, when before beaming down to the planet, Adira tells, um, you know, has a couple of ground rules for Michael Burnham. And she one of them was... Don't say anything annoyingly inspirational. That drives me nuts. And I was actually wondering if that's a call out to some of the comments that Michael Burnham gets on social media. There's, there's sometimes quite a lot of, you know, people either like Discovery or tend to really hate it. And I'm on the side of loving it. But I felt like this was a bit of a poke of the bear that, you know, Michael Burnham, t- it tends to be the Michael Burnham show, that she has to save everyone, that she's the only one that's able to. And I thought that was kind of acknowledging that in a way that, you know, when when action needs to happen, Michael Burnham's the inspirational guiding voice behind it. And and I thought Adira saying that was actually kind of her, kind of like the writers themselves saying, um, you know, share it around a bit, but maybe poking fun of the people that actually don't like Discovery. And if that is the case, I'm, I'm great. That's fantastic. So well done. Um Guys, we're near the end of this episode. I hope you've liked this one as well as other unplanned treks. Um, reminder that I... Uh, well, I'll do it now. I'm about to select the episode for um, next week. But um, if, you, if you're new to my podcast, all of my, all of my podcasts before now have the title of the episode that I focus on. So feel free to go watch that episode and then put on one of my podcasts and see what my thoughts are about it and... If you agree or disagree, I'm always there on Twitter at Unplanned Trek. Happy to, um, you know, have a bit of a chat about folks for this week's episodes or any of the ones in the past. I started this podcast as just kind of an excuse to revisit all of Star Trek and make make sure that I'm watching an episode a week just as a bit of my own, um, I guess, mental health fitness, you know, give myself an hour or an hour and a half a week, including recording and editing um to watch star trek i've been really enjoying it and i'm just glad that i'm getting a few listeners along the way and you know maybe making some friends out there on twitter too so thanks to you lot that have been listening um from the start or are new listeners i really appreciate it and i hope you um are liking what i'm putting out each week if you've got um ideas for any segments that i can add that you think you know would actually make this podcast um better feel free to let me know that too i'm, I'm always looking at new ways of either making this better or brighter as we go. But at the moment, 
we've got our um, planned segments. The, the episodes are unplanned. And we just go from there. So I bet you're wondering what we're going to watch next week. Well, we're going to go where we haven't gone before. We're going to watch an episode of Strange New Worlds, which, as I touched on before, is my favourite trek right now. We're going to watch Spock Amok, which is episode five from series one. I can't wait. I really, really like Strange New Worlds, so we're going to have a bit of fun next week. And who knows, I might even try to get a special guest on with me. Okay, have a great week, guys. Remember that I put these out on a Monday, so you've got a week to watch that episode. And remember, it's all unplanned track. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's unplanned track. I'm playing.